You're listening to the Attitude Zone with Dr. J. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Attitude Zone. I am your host, Dr. J. I'm excited to be back with you. Uh, Today is Super Tuesday, Election Day. I hope that you all, if you're listening, that you go out and, and vote if you haven't done so yet. I know here in Texas we are allowed early voting. I usually take advantage of that because I just, I'm not too much for big crowds and long lines. Although <laughs> this year, as we went on early voting, there was a line. It was, it was something. You know, we have COVID and we have election and all of these, you know, different circumstances that just kind of made it difficult to go get in and out. In addition to that, I went on the first day of early voting. So I think many people were uh, thinking the same thing I was. But make sure that you do vote. You know, I've I've often told people the there's been many people who have paid the ultimate price so that you and I can have the freedom and the right and the opportunity to make our voice heard so that we may vote. Now, there are some that say that our vote doesn't count. Our voice is never heard, but it does. It is important. It is important. So make sure that you do vote, Uh, which brings me to today's topic. Excuse me. Today, I want to talk to you about choices. I think all of us make choices. And I I don't think I'm I'm certain of it. We make choices every day. We make choices every day. From the moment we wake up, we are making choices. If we set the alarm, we make a choice to either ignore the alarm or listen to it and get up. So we're always making choices, Uh, however minute those choices may be or however large or important those choices may be is not uh, the issue. The issue is that we make choices. So we have to really be prepared to make choices. And the reason I wanted to talk about choice today is because we are making a choice as to who is going to be our next president. Four years ago, we had our current president and former first lady that were our candidates. And at the end of the night, uh, late night, into the early morning, when the announcement came that our current president had actually uh, won, it was it was like. Uh, a storm, <laughs> something crazy broke out. I mean, a lot of people were very upset. Some were very emotional. And again, you know, I, I don't make light of of people being emotional or anything like that, but we we do live in the greatest country in the world. We have an opportunity to make choices that does not give us the right to expect every choice we make to be the correct one or the one that everybody agrees with. 
in any choice that you make, you'll always have some people that are for you and some people that are against you. That's that's just life. It's not that people hate you or they don't appreciate you or they don't like uh, what you stand for or anything like that. You know, it, we live in a great country and we should have the the freedom and the opportunity to be able to disagree. That's what's great about our republic, our democracy, uh, democracy here is that we can disagree and we can express our disagreement. And then once it's done, uh, we should move, fo- move forward. So, so I hope that once you make a choice and you vote, that you are prepared also for the results, whether your choice happens to be uh, the winning choice or if your choice happens to be the losing choice. Be civil. It's not a forever choice. It is for the next four years. So in my lifetime, I've had quite a few times when I've gone to the polls and I made my voice heard. I voted for a candidate that didn't win. And I waited for the next election cycle to come around. And then I made my decision on based on which candidates were present and were running and I made my decisions and sometimes my candidate won, sometimes he lost. But I'm still here. The U.S. is still amazing. It is still the place that many people look to run to when they're trying to flee bad places. Ronald Reagan once said, you know, that if we lose that, then everything in the world is gone. Where will people run to if they can't run to the U.S.? So let's make sure that we stay civil, make sure that we stay humble, make sure that we stay proper in the midst of this election. But do make your choice. Your vote counts, your vote matters, and it's important that you exercise that freedom that you have. I won't tell you who I vote for because it doesn't matter, (laughs) but I did vote. My wife voted. I never asked her who she voted for, although I have a feeling I know My two older children, our two older children, they had an opportunity to vote. Not once did I tell them who to vote for, or did we ask them who did they vote for after they had voted. Because we raised our children to to be logical when they when they make choices, to think to think through their choices. I've always told them, you know, every choice we make has a consequence. There's a result to every choice we make. It doesn't matter. The choice doesn't, every choice will have a consequence. So whatever choice we make will bring about either a good consequence or a bad consequence, but we are not exempt from the result. We are not exempt from a consequence. 
we make bad choices, more than likely we're going to have bad results or bad consequences. We make good choices, more than likely we will have good results or good consequence. That's just life. That's what happens in life. So I've always told them, I try to give them the truth, the facts, and allow them to make a decision. Uh, which brings me to this point, you know, the way things are today, it, it's difficult. Well, I shouldn't say it's difficult because we we have so much at our disposal. You know, we can go on the Internet and look for facts, really. We don't have to depend on people reporting the facts or their version of facts or, you know, however you want to discuss that, what, however you want to call those things. But, you know, it, we don't have to depend on just journalists uh, to tell us what reality is. We can actually do research. We can actually go and find out for ourselves. Are they telling us the truth or a partial truth? Are they telling us the reality or a portion of reality? Are they giving us the whole statement or a segment of a statement? So you can find all that out with all the technology that we have nowadays. And I said all that to say that not too long ago, I saw this video clip, not on the news, of course. I saw it on social media somewhere. Someone shared it. I don't know. But it was Denzel Washington, and someone asked they asked him something. I, you know, I really can't remember, but I do remember his response. He said, well, if you don't watch the news, you're uninformed. And if you watch the news, you're misinformed. Wow. What a quandary, right? What a quandary we are in. That if we don't watch the news, we're misinformed. But if we do choose to watch the news, or if we don't watch it, we're uninformed. But if we do choose to watch it, we're misinformed. Wow. Never thought in my 50 years of life, never thought that that would be a possibility. But here we are. So... The great thing, or I don't know if it's a great thing, but this offers us an opportunity that we become the Sherlock Holmes of our times, that we do the digging, that we do the research. Because if you don't do the research, then you're only going to evaluate whatever you hear other people or whatever you hear the news tell you. So. William Glasser, he wrote a choice theory, and he said, or he argued, that all choices are made to satisfy five basic needs, survival, love and belonging, power, freedom, and fun. In other words, every choice that we make ha deals with that. Is this going to hurt me? Is it going to help me? You know, survival, love and belonging. If we lie to our loved one, we probably do it because uh, we don't want them upset. 
We want to continue to belong. If we lie to the group, we, it's because we want to belong. If we lie to people or tell people the truth or whatever it may be, it's because of power, because of freedom, or because we want to have fun. I know in my life growing up, I made a lot of bad choices because I wanted to have fun or what I perceived uh, to be fun. As an adult, if I were to go back uh, to my younger self, I probably wouldn't make those choices today. But nonetheless, I did make them. And when you make a choice, here's what happens. You're going to have a consequence. And you can do one of two things. Learn or repeat it. Every choice we make, we're either going to learn from it or we're going to repeat it. So we, we have to be rational. You know, we, we, we are rational beings. We, we have to think about stuff. And we have to understand that each one of us has some biases. We are biased toward stuff. Uh, for example, I'm a dog person. My family are dog people. As long as I can remember, we've always had dogs. I can't remember a time when, as a family, we had a cat. My grandparents had dogs. I grew up with, you know, my grandparents having dogs when we were with my parents. My parents had dogs. They got us dogs. We had three or four dogs at once. It just... So I am biased toward dogs. So when I say dogs are better than cats, that choice is biased, <laughs> you know, because to begin with, I, I like dogs. I prefer dogs. Now, with that, I am not saying that, that cats are not good. I'm just saying I, me, I prefer dogs and my family we've all been dog people so whenever i evaluate between a dog and a cat my bias comes into play and i would choose dogs if you are a cat person and you have a choice between a dog and a cat your bias toward cats is going to cause you to choose a cat doesn't make you right, doesn't make me right in choosing dogs. It just shows, in essence, our bias by what we choose. Sometimes it is our biases that drive our choices or determine or dictate our choices. So, but some of the things that I really believe that we have to evaluate when we're making choices of this magnitude. And in other words, when we're choosing a president, when we're choosing whether we're going to go to this university or some other university, or if we're buying a house in which neighborhood we're buying a house, if we're buying a vehicle, what type of vehicle should we get? You know, choices of greater magnitude, you know, it, then there's some things that we need to keep in mind. Uh, 
number one, you know, your choices are going to be influenced by your beliefs. And your beliefs are there more than likely because of the family, your family, where you grew up, what your family believed, your surroundings. And then eventually those, those beliefs may shift a bit, may change a bit as you grow up, because as you leave the nucleus of the family, as you go on your own, you surround yourself with a new set of um, influences. And those set of influences begin to speak into your life and you develop a new belief system that then you pass on to your children. And eventually your children will grow up and, you know, do pretty much exactly what you, what you and I have done. But our choices are, they come to fruition because, number one, of our beliefs. So, again, making a choice doesn't diminish anyone's belief. It just, it's a choice. So... If you choose one candidate over the other and your neighbor happens to choose the other candidate, it doesn't mean that they don't like you. <laughs> they have a belief system, just like you have a belief system that let you to choose whichever candidate you did. So, you know, the in 2016, what, what happened after our current president became the president, there were so many families that were affected by it. Because people took it very personal that he is the president. And, you know, for the last four years, it, it, it's, it seems that many families are struggling with that. And to have that same choice happening today is just, wow. You know, that, that's what uh, it's unsettling for me is that if he happens to, to become president again, it, it's going to repeat People are going to be upset again because we've come to believe that those that make different choices from us do it because they don't like us, which is a lie. They just have a different, number one, belief system. Number two, our values. Values will determine as well the choices that you make what you value, value, you have family values, you have money values, you have values and values do matter. It's important to know what's important to you. What do you value? And, you know, again, today people are making a choice based upon values. Again, if they happen to make a different choice than yours, that choice didn't come to be just because they don't like you. They have a value system. So if you're making the choices, make sure that it agrees, that your choice agrees with your belief system or your value system. And let, let, me, let me just add this before I move on. No candidate is ever going to be 100% and your beliefs, your values, or your biases, anything like that. No one is. So you choose the one that's closest to that value system, that belief system that you have. Okay. Next, 
when you're making a choice, make sure to evaluate the past. What has happened in the past? How did you vote in previous years? Where did you see that your vote mattered? And by that, I mean, if you voted for uh, a candidate and that candidate won, did that candidate do what you expected them to do? That aligned with your belief system, that aligned with your value system? Uh, if they didn't do it, you know, it, I know there's a lot of blame that can go around, but it, no, you know, it, let's learn. Let's learn from our past. Let's learn from our past. What, what have they done? Have they lied? Have they accomplished? Have they kept their promises or try to keep their promises? Have they, have they been trying to keep the promises? You know, whenever you make a choice, learn from your past. I told you this in one of the other episodes. When a child sees a flame and it's the first time the child sees it and he puts his hand into the flame, into the fire, and he realizes that it burns and it hurts, that child won't do it again because that child learned. So when we make choices, let's learn. Evaluate your past. If it didn't work, fix it. Make a different choice. You're not bound to any one candidate or to any one side of the aisle. You're not. You know, it, choosing one over the other doesn't mean that you are in love with that person. It is not a declaration of love. So don't, you know, make sure that you are learning from your past. Let's take history into account and let's evaluate it. In other words, learn stuff, right? Know what you know, and then also know what you don't know. Learn stuff. Know what you know. You know, if there's three things that are extremely valuable to you, number them, one, two, three, and find out who is most aligned with that one, two, three. It could be that, you know, from both candidates, only one of them... Uh, is aligned with number three. Well, you know, he's the closest one to your values. So make choices from that perspective. Learn stuff. Find out how they have voted in the past. How Find out how they have governed in the past. In the case of our current president, you know, he hasn't governed before, before, these, before this current term that he's on. He was a businessman. So, you know, let's evaluate you know, what he's done. Let's evaluate what other people have done. And then let, let's learn from that. You know, it, another important thing is if you really don't know who to vote for, seek advice. And by advice, I don't mean talk to people that are trying to convince you to think like they, the way they think. But seek advice from people that can give you unbiased. Well, again, <laughs> I think we all have biases. But someone that can give you facts, ask questions. You know, what is it that you like about this one candidate? What is it that you like about the other candidate? Or what don't you like about this candidate? What don't you like about the other candidate? So seek advice, you know, and not just from one, one person, you know, go to both sides of the aisle and, and find out and, you know, you're 18 at minimum 18 to be able to vote. So, 
you're a smart person. You can handle facts. And when somebody is trying to give you a half truth, tell them, listen, just give me the truth. Give me the facts. I can handle it. And then from that perspective, you can make a decision. It, see, the you make a decision based upon what you know when you evaluate what and who aligns better with your with your belief system with your value system understand this though no president current or past is ever perfect they all have some skeletons around in their past but if you're using the past either past mistakes or uh, whatever it is, you know, to evaluate them today, then you're doing yourself a disservice because you don't want to be evaluated by your past. And when I said evaluate the past, I mean results. If they made mistakes, what did they do after those mistakes? If they made errors, you know, what did they do to correct them? You know, did they, did they continue in that same cycle? So make sure that you are well-informed. Make sure that you know. Make sure that your choices align with your beliefs. And if they do, then you've made a great choice. Make sure that your choice aligns with your values. And if it does, then you've made a great choice. But also, remember this, and please, all of you who are listening to me, please, 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 please practice this. If your choice doesn't win, don't hate the other side. It just, it's a waste of time. Because this is not a choice forever. It is a choice for four years. In this particular case, that's all it is, four years at a time. So let's be civil. After all, we're, we are all Americans here. And we all have that same freedom to make a choice. We don't have to be uncivil. Let's not cause riots. It doesn't help anyone. Let's not cause problems. It doesn't help anyone. Let's make our choice. Wait for the results. And tomorrow, after we know, or later tonight, if we, if we happen to know later tonight, let's take that win or that loss, whichever it may be, with civility. Let's be civil. And they say, oh, well, we'll try again next in four years and move forward. Understand that we all have a right to make our choice. And the way our founding fathers imagined this to be, they made it with the electoral college. I know that many people don't like that. I happen to be one of those that agrees with it. The only reason is because if you happen to add New York City, not the state, just New York City and L.A., Los Angeles, 
and add those two cities, the population of both cities, they are larger than about 10, I believe it was the last time I checked, 10 states. So I know we would love for the popular vote to be what to do, but it just doesn't work that way because there are states that are much smaller than some cities as far as population-wise. And if really our votes do count and our voice does matter, then in my opinion, we need to continue with the electoral uh, college because until a better system comes. And in my humble opinion, I don't think popular vote is a better system. My kids attend a school that has about 3,000 students. There are schools that have much less, you know, 1,800 students. To say that my kids' schools, that their voice should determine how other schools that are smaller should act or behave is wrong. Because everyone counts. The smaller schools count as much as the bigger schools. So population is not, well, popularity is not the best system. Again, just my humble opinion on that. I'm sure that there's many people that disagree with me and and it's okay. You can because we do have that freedom. We have the freedom to disagree, but we are still living in the same great nation of ours. So I hope that you practice this right of yours to go vote. That is my desire and my hope. And that at the end of the night, when you find out who the next president is, that you can live with it. You don't have to like it, but you don't have to uh, be upset with others. We can be at peace with each other. So again, thank you so much for listening to the Attitude Zone. I am your host, Dr. J. I do want to tell you just a couple of brief, wanting to do something a little different, but I have my friend, Dustin Martinez, he is the owner of MTZ Hunting Uvalde. He has a ranch with game, and uh, if you are interested in hunting, you can go and visit the website, MTZ Hunting U-V-A-L-D-E, Uvalde.com. Let them know that Dr. J sent you, and he will hook you up. If you like our music, the music that we that we have, such as this one, as we are closing our episode for this week, my nephew does this. Tito, you can reach him at Tito at Arise A R I S E two one zero dot O R G. Let him know you you need some music for your podcast. He also does my logos, so. He's a great guy to have. As always, thank you so much for listening. 
and we will talk again next week. Have a wonderful week and go vote.